What's up, world? Welcome to Cloud Conversations with your host, Luron Mercado, and I'm Harvey Banks. The podcast where two longtime friends talk about anything and everything from our daily life to what's trending to shit that'll make you say, What the fuck? Well, today we're going to talk about Elon Musk hitting up Mars, and then we're going to deep dive into some interesting topics about ourselves and what we think about space exploration and what our interests are so just kick it off what's good harvey not a whole lot man you know surviving. life good life oh, is no. not bad life is not bad um got some close calls with covid with some people that i know but they seem to be doing okay yeah so great. all we doing is pushing through man yeah, man, it's really some crazy times right now. And it's kind of one of those fortunate times just to stay blessed and realize, man, like whatever situation you are in life right now, it is blessed just to be alive and kicking and doing what we got to do because there's some people out there going through a really rough time. And it's just one of those unfortunate things. But man, just got to keep your head up. And it's just it's just nice, man. 100%, man. You know what? I, you know what's been helping me a lot lately is like uh, when I start to like, feeling down or sad on for myself what's the least little bit looking around at all my things Mm -hmm. like i look at these things and i'm like look at all these things that i have and i'm breathing and i'm okay yeah life's good (laughs) like i'm mad because my team lost what the fuck like this is not that big a deal like people have way there are people that have way bigger issues going on right now and i don't care what issue you have going on and you could have an issue going on that's way bigger than any of my issues right now i'm not trying to downplay your shit but i'm telling you we could find someone that's got it even worse than you do if you're breathing so yes if you're breathing you are blessed be happy around it like you got a chance man if you're breathing you got a chance yo unless yeah even if you're homeless or some shit like that i know life is rough it's fucking cold out there but man like if there's a will there's a way we're living in the times of fucking greatness right now you just got to keep pushing i agree i agree all right so let's talk about today uh what's trending and, what's, uh, trending? what's trending yeah, what's, what's trending what you got looks like some spacex is trending here mars bound spacecraft starship sn8 explodes while trying to land you want to talk about that a little bit and i want to give a, a preface that i'm no um there's going to be people that know way more about this than me, but I did read a little bit about it mm-hmm. and I can give you the gist of, or the basics of it. So if you go on Twitter and you see the explosion, it's like, damn, something fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Something did fuck up, but this was like a, as positive of a fuck up as you could get because it was progress. If that makes sense, they, there's a lot of maneuvers it takes to send something into outer space and have it come back to the same spot or come back in one piece period you know what i mean like i don't know and so um they got in more more of those maneuvers were successful than any of the previous ones and so previously they did send something into outer space and bring it back and land it safely right but that was at a much different scale than what this is. This particular aircraft is meant to take humans and cargo and things to Mars and return, right? 
Yeah. So therefore, like the weight of the spacecraft, everything is just different than that. That's like got a big booty on it. Yeah. The first one that they landed is like you jump off the porch onto the ground and you're safe. Whew. Cool. We did it. It's possible. Yep. This one is like we jump off the roof, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we did find out that we're not going to die, but we hurt ourselves. So we have to figure out how, what, what can we do to not hurt ourselves at the bottom? You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, it's just if that brings any clarity on the scale of what was attempting to take place there. Right. But, so we go to Mars, huh? We ain't. I'm, I'm not. But I'm going to Mars. Let's I go. Know. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it is exciting though because it's just exciting. Because imagine being on the spaceship that lands on Mars, right? And you are tasked with starting humanity somewhere else. And ideally, you're able to do this with the knowledge of the mistakes that we have made at our previous place, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a I like any story where anything is possible. You you literally get to write a destiny. That's a big deal. Yeah, and they should name the aircraft Destiny. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I'm gonna be in Houston or wherever the control room is at, cheering everybody on. I ain't going. Oh yeah, I I <laughs> as. <laughs> And the opposite talk of vaccine, I'm willing to be the first person on that fucking aircraft, hands down. And it's so interesting and fathomly speaking, like 51 years ago, we went landed on the moon. And it's just like, even then, it's just when people look at the stars every day and they just feel stuck here with all their problems, shit like that. It's just like the, uh, the universe is so vastly big. We don't even know how big it is. That's how big it is. And yeah. it's just like, I'm so happy to be alive during this timeline that uh, we can see this thing uh, taking fruition because it's so fucking beautiful. And it's like, damn it, about fucking time. Let's go. Yeah, it it reminds me of, uh, I I know this was a movie. I didn't come up with this shit on my own, but I don't know, remember where I heard it from. And uh, so it's like, take the shot. Because at the end of the day, we are a speck of a molecule that is on a piece of dirt (laughs) that Mm -hmm. is on this ball Mm -hmm. that is circling the sun. You don't matter. Oh no. It doesn't matter. Take your shot. Like literally to get you here now took a scientific miracle as in everything has to line up to have our atmosphere, everything, the sea, the carbon and the oxygen have to be at the right levels. Like, just to be human. Oh yeah. Fam, take your shot. Yeah. It, it's if so- we could pull that shit off, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. And I personally think we've been doing this for, I don't know, over 60 years. Um, but that's my own conspiracy nut job mine. And I'm just like, man been doing what? Oh, going to all these different planets and meeting foreigners, aka aliens. Oh, you think so? You think we've been before? Oh, yeah, we've been before. We're already there. We're chilling. We vibing. Yeah. So, what would be the benefit of not disclosing that? You see what I mean? 
So not disclosing. The benefit is panic. So as well, not panic. So just think how everyday population, we're stimulated by each other's emotions and what we see from uh, our eyeball perspective. So whatever, if you've seen like the whole social dilemma, which is the documentary on Netflix, it's kind of like we're in a big sociological psychology program. And so they can dictate all these little things and sway us one way or another without us knowing that's the key part without us knowing. And so, and so if you think of us as human beings, how do we handle everyday things? You know, and most times we don't handle it. We're easily dictated. And so our guidance revolves around people in charge and our government swaying us one way. And a lot of bad shit happens and we don't agree with it, but there's so much good shit happens that helps us in our daily lives that they do help with. So it's a catch 22, but if it's one of those things, if, if they did this sociological psychology program and said, Hey, how do people work? Um, besides this whole money war and different ethnicities fighting, uh, all hundred years back and stuff like that, if there was like no money hungry power system that made us like fight each other then we would probably excel into a new consciousness to be ready for some enlightening purpose to, you know, wander the beautiful, friendly skies. But the fact is, you know, we've been brought up by generations in the snowball effect that we have these, we're emotional beings. And so also we hate other people based on a, you know, a, a different team they don't like, or a different fucking presidential that person they don't like and so like these small little battles it's really stupid and idiotic and we think we have a placement and what to say about them but we don't so to bring in a topic such as like hey some aliens or foreigners or hey this is all possible or this is what we've been doing we've we've never been put on a pedestal to be able to be in that forefront so all these years it's just been (laughs) kind of like hey they're not ready yet and so for political and money reasons, they're like, it's more fear-based because it's all about money and it's all about control because now it's like, well, who control the skies now? Who, who can control these other planets? You know, there's other, these brilliant minds years back that looked up and be like, hey, there's a fucking other planet there. Let's try to go. And they didn't. They, they did without even talking about it. And I'm, it's so it's just so weird this perspective that we get stuck on this fucking marble floating through space and we think you know all these issues and problems is just us and it's not and it's and it's just so beautiful so we just one of those things we wasn't ready to hear that information and i do believe and there's a lot of things that i've i've listened to and followed throughout all my years of studies that <laughs> you know uh to bring a one world nation together in that weird perspective, they're going to have to do it like a, a us against them sort of say. Yeah. And, and, and that's really fucked up. And like, you know, these uh, high officials that I, I listen to that are uh, deep uncovered, but still out there, like Dr. Stephen Greer, uh, talk about uh, an alien invasion happening, but it's going to be a hologram because they want to bring this one world society all together type thing. But it, it's such it's such a mess, but it's such a beautiful mess just because now it's like, okay, you know, we all 
have this gut instinct that this is all real. We all knew about it. And we feel this longing for the stars for some reason, like it's our cousin. So I'm just so happy to be a hap- happy that we're, it's all coming out. And it's like all these fucked up movies too that are coming out that, uh, you know, it's fear-based. You're like all these alien invasion movies. You yeah, know? So that, that was going to be my question was, I was going to ask if you thought the movies was like a precursor. Yeah, it's a precursor to let us know that. And not just a precursor, but like an intentional precursor. Oh, yes. And they've been doing yeah. this for years. But lately, what we're seeing is all this flooding in. But it's never the good sign. It's not It's not the good aliens coming to meet in this and that. Because they want us to be unified as people against us, them. Because then we're going to feel powerless. And then when we feel powerless, who do we have to rely on? Then we have to rely on big government and big business to be like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Can you protect us? Like, I think you have missiles and all this other shit to be able to like stop something. Right. And um, they've all planned this for years on coming, but you know, along with the good, there comes the bad and, and there's a balance of polarities, even in the skies. So it's one of those things. Don't be afraid. It's just like us human beings. There's there's good and bad out there too. So so what what do you think is next? So let's say that you've got this thing literally absolutely right. Yeah. And the time's going to come where it's going to be that tipping point where it's going to be action. Right. You move yeah. on from the preparing them to the it's go time. What do you think that that looks like? Or if if you were the powers that be, and you could make it go as smoothly as you wanted to. Where is that going? You know what I mean. Like, yeah. what? How do you, how do you see it? The the powers in the good light. The powers in the bad light. <laughs> uh, let's do both because I just kind of want to see the vision for what could be next. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's easy to speak on the bad light right now because that's what's happening to us currently. Yeah, it's one of those things where you know we have a false invasion. Everyone comes together, and you know eventually we'll have this one money society that brings up we're not going to be known as united states or uh southern america or asia or africa we're going to be looked Mm -hmm. at as planet earth and this is where cryptocurrency takes place it's one of those things this is why it did pop up when it did to prepare us because it's gonna it needs that couple years to get into our membrane that Mm -hmm. this is the way to go and it's going to get pushed no matter what it's going to be we're going to live in a paperless society and crypto is going to be the number one Thing that we're going to be trading and and whether that's in 20 it's going to be like 20 to 50 years that that takes place and you, then you so, mean the paperless society yes the paperless society i'm hoping it's before that yeah yeah and that'd be great but one of the things is it's like uh so how do you do that transaction with smooth and ease and i believe these big corporations are trying to find implement ways that that we can be symbiotic with the AI as in like we have the chip in our hand and it's crypto and it, all our information is there. So they're figuring out how to conjoin all these things into one big bucket. And, but the whole thing is, you know, to get us ready f- for outer thinking, it's kind of I mean, like you, oh, we experienced it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember September 11th? <laughs> Oh yeah. And we walked away from the, from one World Trade Center. We walked across the street to the Amazon store in which neither of us got out money or anything. Yeah. It was just tied to my Amazon account. Yeah. And then we got a couple of drinks and it was somehow $31, but that's here neither here nor there. I don't know what the fuck happened with that. But <laughs> yeah. it was like I had to scan a code on my phone to just and then we was good to go and it yeah. automatically charged us for whatever we took. 
Yeah, and that's exactly it. There's sensors yeah. in the store that that sees what you're picking up, and when you walk mm-hmm. in and walk out, it kind of dictates what you got, and then charges you accordingly, or charges yeah. you more based on what you you said. No, it charged me accordingly. It's just oh. why the fuck is this bottle of water seven dollars and fifty cents? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And those are like trial centers now, so they're preparing yeah. us for that. And it's we're so behind on this, but I mean, now we're taking full force on it. And, it's- and just from a from a smaller level too, I, I rarely pay for things with my hands. Anything I've bought on my on my phone or yeah. my computer for the last year, it's been with my face. Yeah, there's been more transactions on like non money platforms. Uh, the most of it was on a uh, through a star- the Starbucks app where people were buying coffee through their phones and mm-hmm. doing that. Out of all the transactions in the world, Starbucks combined had the most. And so it's like, we're just people, we have to get people comfortable on this route of feeling uncomfortable because it's some new technology. Uh, we're behind like hundreds of years. And so I think there's like baby steps that they're doing it on. It's poor people. That's that's who we're going to have to bring along. And and I say that I, I put myself in the poor class it, right it's now. It's right? poor and middle class. Because yeah. you're going to have to convince us to trust it. Yeah. And so, and that's the whole thing. So if you watch the social dilemma and, and think about trust, yeah, in your I, mind, I, did watch. I love that. It was, it's really great. By the way. Yeah. So, and like, so trust in the mind should go out the window. If you have a Facebook account, just, it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of saying you open up the doors to saying, Hey, here's my life, all of it, every little piece of data. And so that's also the new currency is data as well. But with this whole space travel thing, it's kind of like, so there's little uh, bucket list that they're knocking off the park, but it's all a warm up to this whole symbiotic AI relationship, uh, space travel, and all this other shit. Hmm. But it brings me to the topic of when I called you earlier. You know, I've been having a tough time. I feel like I'm definitely like a weird specimen in my own world where I'm like, what do I want to do with the world? What do I want to do with my life? What direction am I heading in? I feel like I'm in a place where I want to be, you know, uh, I'm working from home. I'm making some money. I'm doing what I love, but just something about it didn't feel right. And I'm like, well, I want to help people too. And I'm just like rolling through all these different ideas. What is it? And it Mm -hmm. made me, I forgot. I don't know if I read something or watched something. And it was just the talk of the idea when somebody talks about, man, I I feel so home if I'm around trees and waters and the fountain and the green grass, I just, this is where I need to be. And then if you mm-hmm. use that as a platform, then you might look at a place where you need to live like Oregon, which is all filled with that. And then you feel at peace and at home in a place like this. For me, I've moved around like several times in my life and kind of been a loner in my own thinking. And so it was very hard for me to think, who am I? What do I want to do? What do I see myself in the next years to come? And so I've just been kind of guessing and I'm like here, but nothing, my gut instinct was like here or there. And then it just hit me where it was like, I was like, I think I was laying in bed where it's like, I staring at the wall, lights off type thing. I'm like, let me do some deep thinking as if I was like eight years old again. Like, who am I? Like, I'm just pure at heart. What do I want to do? And it's always been space. It's one of those things like I will, I was stargazed by myself 
and it's just this longing itch where I feel like I belong or like I, I need to be there or something like that. I can't, can't quite succumb to that answer. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, like for me, it's like space traveling, uh, time traveling, like all of it combined. I feel like I need to be here, there and everywhere. And it was just like, and then it clicked and I was like, ah, there's home. And that felt so good to find out again. And so the space feels like home for you. Oh, very much so. Like, mm. you know, I was talking about moving to Arizona. I was like, I need to go to space, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what, that is, uh, that's, that's where I feel like my home is. That's where I feel like if I had to move, like Arizona, Australia, no, it's space. <laughs> space, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They say that space is the final frontier, right? Okay. But it's, it's, I think space exploration is a, I believe it is for those that choose that, that route professionally and in their lives. I, I hate the word professional because it makes it seem like it's a job. I believe these astronauts are, they know they're on a bigger mission, right? Yeah. And so to, to do things like that, I believe it's a, a selfless act because anything that you achieve isn't really meant to benefit you it's the future right and so like it's when they say that space is the final frontier it just makes me wonder what that final frontier looks like and for who like how many generations are we removed from that right are we thinking the next generation like you know what i'm saying like it just and i don't know the answer i'm just shooting shit like this is what me it makes me think of that you know what i mean it's like it's like, damn, what's that going to look like? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I love that feeling, the the feeling of the unknown and the curiosity. Uh, I know for myself, I can speak for, which is like all I know and I can base my own personal ex- earth experience on is that I feel trapped. It's almost like if you moved to a new space and you got a small apartment in a new town, that's where I, I feel all the time wherever I move to. And mm-hmm. space feels so limitless and out there for me. It feels so freeing. It feels like the earth as a globe is, a, you know, if you have four walls in your bedroom, it feels like that sort of prison for me. I, I feel like I can't escape it. And you might ask, well, why, why do you want to escape it? Look, I think earth is beautiful. People are beautiful. I love everything about this, but I'm just such a curiosity nut. I love future and technology that's just like in my heart and my soul i can't it's one of those things that i can't explain but and even then once i once i get out to space and i travel kind of like guardians of the galaxy type stuff travel where Mm -hmm. i'm everywhere even i'm so looking forward to what my mind thinks then as in like this whole boundless okay kind of like what next is it is it infinite is it boundless am i going to feel the same way okay wow the universe does still feel small to me and it, you know all these planets are relatively the same even then there's different beings different entities or whatever there is but then it's like then what i i still have that in me as well but then that's why i'm so into like meditation and lucid dreaming because it takes us somewhere else and it's just like uh we don't know what all this shit is really. And that's why I'm not scared of death either, because I don't think death is the final chapter at all. And uh, to me, it's just so fascinating, interesting. And that's where I want to go. 
And so do you 100% believe that in your lifetime that is that will that will be fulfilled your destiny will be fulfilled with space? Yes, no matter what. Okay. Uh I yeah. believe either somebody's going to pick me up or I'm going to wait a minute. What do you mean no matter what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No matter what because it's a it's a it's a longing, it's an itch. It's um I I I believe I have very good intentions. Um or in, intuition, I meant, and intentions, yeah. of course, but it's um, my intuition tells me it. It's okay. there's yeah. there's something that rings in the air, and of course, I, I have some foresight uh, at times that kick in, and so I can see stuff or hear stuff, and and it's going to happen. And I don't yeah. know how it's going to happen. I honestly believe either somebody's going to come down, and pick me up, have a talk or whatever, or I'm going to stumble upon some fucking weird thing and walk right through it and be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. It's, it's, uh, so if I, I disappear, I, I didn't die. I want space. Nigga, oh, let's go. Got you. <laughs> got you. Uh, not an insurance policy, how that works. I think I need to legally say you died, but, <laughs> but, but listen, you'll always be alive in my mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I have all your shit? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk after this. Uh, but no, so seriously though, like for me, it's, I've never had a, I've always loved space, but yeah. I see space as an idea mm -hmm. because I don't, I've never had a desire to go to space, if that makes sense. Right. And what, it's only what do you mean by idea? So no, no, no. To me, it's an, I'm not saying it's just, uh, this no, is no, like and a, your idea. Yeah. Elaborate on yeah, your yeah, idea yeah. of the idea. So for me, it's just an idea because anything is possible. So when mm -hmm. I say idea, it means it could mean this for me and that for someone else and both could be right. And so that's, to me, that's just an idea. Um, I'm a very practical guy. Like I need one plus one to equal two. Yeah. Those things make sense to me. Anything other than that's just an idea and we can go back and forth. Oh, space doesn't equal that to you? No, that, space, to, it doesn't. To, oh man, to me, like hundred thousand years back that would have made sense just looking up at the star and i can see the moon and the mars and jupiter i'm like oh well why can i go to there see and if i get to that point i don't think i'm worthy of going because i don't have any good intentions about bettering it for well, anyone would, else but that's okay in a sense of why would you want to go as long as if, if you thought that way but like hey what would be yeah, the yeah. no 100 that's why i'm saying like for me i get I get what you're saying and like your ideas of space sound very real and they are real. And it's just like, but my ideas stem from just kind of differently. That's why I say it's more of an idea to me because right. like, it's, it's just a, yeah, man, it's just, I've never had that kind of connection. You know what I mean? And I think it's because like, I don't really feel word. Like if they were to have a draft of who they're going to, who's going to get to do this nice Mars mm -hmm. thing. Right. Yeah. And it's it's safe and everything, and no one's worrying about dying on the way. It's right. just this is the draft. I think if I were to win it, I would probably end up giving my slot away. Right to me, a hundred percent, or to anyone that has any kind of a plan, a good right. intention plan. I don't have a. I wouldn't have a plan. Like, but even the curiosity of just going that wouldn't spark your plan of like, yes, I, I just want to check it out. Not enough. It, it would, but not enough for action. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's just if I'm being honest. Like, it's just it's me being like, yeah, I'm curious. I do want to know about it. 
it, can you call me when you get there? <laughs> but like right. not enough for action. To what about honest. this? So you know how people want to travel to like, I, I also want to travel the world. I want to go to space first because I believe once I travel the world, it, to me, it's all theoretically going to look the same. I'm going to see beautiful buildings. I'm going to meet beautiful people, different cultures, all experiences, uh, magic. And then it's just like, I'm still like, wow, the sky's still there. And then think about space. But if you think about all the places you want to travel and you want to see like Greece or Egypt or something like that, mm -hmm. that same euphoric experience, uh, why don't you have that towards space? As in like when they come out with these tickets in about 20 years where you pay a hundred grand and then you can be one of those travelers to fucking tour space around the earth. Would you want to do that? Why or why not? My people wouldn't be with me. Hmm. I'm a, I have I'm, I have an attachment to like, yes, I want even on let's even here on Earth, right? Brazil and the Greek Isles. I want to see all of that. Right. If you tell me I could go tomorrow and see all of that by myself, or I could wait five years and see it with my people, I'm gonna wait. Right. I, I want to see my people see it. I want to see my people experience. I want I like the the human experience of it. You know what I'm saying? And so like. I just put a lot into that shit. Like yeah. it sounds, it sounds kind of corny. I, I understand, but like, I really do like, and so for, for you, you've always felt this way about space. Yeah. Like I that's your, you see what I'm, that's your home. And like, for me, I didn't always know where home was. So home became the people to me. Yeah. I feel that Cause too. I had, Cause just like you, like you had, you know, live, live with your mom, then you live with your godparents, then you, you, I bounced around like that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like the people became home to me. So it's like, my people is right here and yeah. and they're doing good and or struggling right now. So like, yeah. Would I you could, go though? If, if like you and your family and all your peoples could go with you? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Like, it would be like, oh yeah, this is number three, but honestly I want to check out Brazil first and then I want to go to space third. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, that makes sense because, uh, you know, we do have different lifestyles. You know, I've been mm -hmm. kind of a, a loner and a single guy for the majority of my life. Right. And so, like, you know, my thinking and my feeling does stem from somewhere else. Like, if and I for, had a family, for what it's worth, yeah, for go ahead. what it's worth, most of the ath or astronauts are the same. Very right. few astronauts have multiple children, if any at all. Oh, yeah. That's going to be breaking up for family. <laughs> I think it's a trait. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, but honestly, if I did have a family, like, <laughs> you fucking yeah. kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you want to go to space or uh, you want to take little Johnny? Like, how many tickets we got? One. Listen, that's that's look, how I feel about the NBA finals. <laughs> look, look, look. He need to grow up in this world, see what the world is first. <laughs> and I'm going to be that parent where it's like, I'm going to switch my shit. Be like, look, the earth has a lot of shit to teach you. And you gotta yeah. you gotta start from the bottom, baby. You ain't gonna never make it in space. You can't make it down here, nigga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, the future talk's gonna be like that. Oh, you think you just yeah. take this shit to Mars? Who the uh, fuck are you? Yeah, take your ass yeah. back to Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go stay with your mom for a little bit. Yeah, you going back to Earth tomorrow? Yeah, nigga. yeah. What'd you say? Send you should have divorced your ass when we was on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, wait, go ahead and keep acting up. <laughs> But yeah, I, honestly, I, if I had kids, though, I am such a, a space tech nut that uh, it would be embodied in them already. I would yeah, love yeah. they're going to I'm expand their creativity and this and that. But I think I have so much of wonder nut 
in my genes. It's going to be passed down no matter what. Wait, what kind of nuts you got in your genes? A wonder nut. No, that's funny. <laughs> oh, fuck that's you. right. Um, serious <laughs> question. No, we don't have to go too far into this. Where does God play in this space? Uh, that's a great question because I think I think honestly I think God's a, a balance of polarities in the in the everything and the nothing, and so uh, I don't believe there's a right or there's a wrong. I don't think there's a left or right in in God because I think uh, this is sound weird, but I think God is like heaven and hell combined mm-hmm. uh, for growth, experience, and just what is. Period, and so. I think it's just one of those things. It's uh, the feng shui of your own flow. I think God is that. But I think since I can see the grass is not green on the other side, but it's like if I was on one side of a bay and I saw there's a city across from me and there was water between us, I don't think God would be like, or some force would be like, no, I'm going to show you this, but it's a place, it's the forbidden land, you know, type thing. Yeah, I see space as that. It's like the next door neighbors that it's like, why haven't you got there? I don't think God's asking that. He's just like, Hey, it's, it's, it's there. It's there period. Hmm. And there's, I believe there's so much life out there and it's like, I just want to meet them all. I want to talk to them all. I want to be like, Oh, what? I I saw the culture in fucking Italy, but I want to see your culture (laughs) and that shit. And so I, I think it's just, all this magical experience that everything's possible. And there was a talk about, well, how about if the aliens was us that just came back from the future? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And they talk about this consciousness rising in December 21st, if uh, you're into spirituality. And that's kind of saying like, you know, this higher level of consciousness where we'll break off from um, lower level consciousness. So the, the two are going to like break and be divided into this something else, which I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure of, but that's a different topic. But I, I think it's, uh, it just, to, I think God is, we are God. I think we have all the wonderment of God and embody it all. So whatever we think and feel is a God moment. And sometimes that uh, speaks different to all of us, even though I do the whole uh, self-reflection, we're all the same in a mirror image. It's kind of like you also have to go your own path. At the end of it, I, I believe it's the whole mirror image. We're all the same type thing and this and that, but we have to go our own separate paths. But yeah yeah we are the gods of our own future i think god is a good idea yeah well uh i'll go further into that another day i got a book coming next year titled god is a good idea that sounds like a great fucking title i'm not kidding and it's gonna um challenge what you think about god hopefully not not change but just challenge what you think about god and where we think the God came from and all these things. It's called yeah. God is a good idea. I I love that topic. I love that idea. Focus on the idea word. Again, I'll go into more of this later. It's a good idea. Remember what I said about space? The idea? Yeah. We're going to go there with it. But we move on to something else for now because it ain't ready yet. I'm just cooking. <laughs> all right. I want an autographed copy of that book. 100%. But yeah, I love the idea of the idea. It's kind of, yeah. it kind of stems from what I am, like the statement I am and yep. bodies everything. So yeah, that's going to be fucking interesting though. Yeah. 
Yeah. What um, else we got trending wise? Trending wise, what else we got? Fucking, let's see. DoorDash came out as an yeah. IPO today. And yes, it did. Airbnb comes out tomorrow, which um, is kind of exciting. Uh, I wonder how that's going to take. I'm about to jump in here in about three or four hours and, and kind of check into that. I'm behind on the Airbnb, what it's projected to come out as and stuff like that. But it's exciting, time, exciting times for tech moving into dollars. Yes. Uh, you know Especially I mean? like, during what, our whole conversation we talked about. Absolutely. Absolutely. The timing couldn't be any more. It's time and it's, it's good. It's a good thing. The Everything. crazy thing is this, is this, I thought about this this morning too, with the, uh, DoorDash and everything. Like, do you know how many people became millionaires today? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Off of ideas. Yeah. That's like when we put when we put our money in these stocks, in these companies, we are putting our money behind an idea. Yep. Of what this is going to do or be. <laughs> and so like it's it's just an I people are becoming like people became millionaires today. Thank you to DoorDash. Yeah. People were going to become millionaires tomorrow. Thank you to Airbnb. And it's like, finally, the technology is is catching up to, to the dollar side of it. It's, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. It's, you have to just be open-minded about what's going to take place here. And it's already taking place, but it's like, uh, we're just so behind on the idea of the future. And I think it's something everybody wishes for and wants for, but then when it's here, they're like, Oh shit. Yeah. And this and that. And I don't know if COVID, uh, <laughs> I have my own ideas about that. If COVID came at the right time, the right place for, um, all these new ideas to take place, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. It, consciousness. And even at a practicality level, like, <laughs> Before you might have thought it was crazy to have someone deliver you McDonald's from down the street or coffee from Starbucks, right? <laughs> you you would have thought this shit was nuts, but like yeah. now it's like, yeah, oh no, this is the way we do things, right? And the, the crazy thing is about what you said about us being so far behind is I've got family that live in Kentucky, which is not far from me. Yeah. But they live in rural Kentucky. They couldn't tell you what a fucking DoorDash is, bro. They they could they, they don't order food from their phones and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yes, and these yes. are not in the hill podunk fucking people. These they're people. They're not even old. Like, I've got cousins my age that would be like, "What we we talking? Was DoorDash? What's that?" Like, you know what Uber is? Oh yeah, well, we know what Uber is. Like, you know what I'm saying? They know what Uber is, but they've never taken an Uber. Right. They've never, it's just, it's moving at different speeds. And it's just like, yeah. I be feeling crazy and feeling bad sometimes. Cause I'm, I'm thinking this, like my people's getting left behind. Right. And then it's just like, damn. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a conflict in the sense of, I can see somebody living in those rural areas and be like, I'm comfortable. I, I don't need to, uh, you know, I, I don't need to have a Facebook. I don't need to have this DoorDash mm-hmm. in my town, in my city. I'm okay. Just living. And then, so I don't know if there's an argument within that. Here's the argument. Go ahead. Here's the argument for me. If they say that I don't need to have Facebook, I don't need to have DoorDash. I don't need to have this technology. I'm going to say, no, you don't need it, but we do. Yeah. We need you to get here with us. 
because we're not going back there. Yeah. I mean, you can live there, but it's like nobody needed need a damn cell phone until they realized they needed one. <laughs> so we knew we needed it, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, if not for you, just do this shit for others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and at least just just peep the game and know what's yeah. happening with, with your world. And if not, it's cool, too, because you got your own life and I'm not going to tell you how to live. Me neither. Me neither. Unless you ask. <laughs> unless you ask. <laughs> Why sound like you snuck that in? Unless you ask. Hey, we podcasting today, baby. <laughs> Let's go. If you ask, then I got you. I know. I can't wait till we fucking uh, hook up some live stuff because I would love to just somebody like tune in on live or, or give us a phone call and be like, yo, this is the this is what we're going to ask today. Yeah, I say maybe we uh, once a month or so, let's just line it up so people can jump in. It might have to be on Instagram because I don't know how smooth YouTube is with bringing in strangers. But yeah, I think it's pretty Instagram good. I've watched is, other ones before. Okay, cool. Instagram is money with it. Literally, they just request and they pop right in. And then when we get tired of it or they say some crazy shit, we can just get them out of there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Office hours, baby. That's what we could call it. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, well, I'm sounds, cooking today, boy. That sounds good. It sounds a little much too work, though. A little bit. Now nah, we're working on your we working on your mentals, though. I like know? it. Yeah. I like mentals from home because everyone's at home. That's crazy. Everybody at home. Oh uh, man, let's talk. Which I want to talk about. You know what I mean? I Shit. can give you this relationship advice. I don't know why I felt like a pimp when I just said that, but. Yeah, you really did. I was like, is he when's the last Man, time he I had a jerk curl? Son, will you talk to me? You got a toothpick in your mouth? <laughs> I give you this talk game if you want to, but you know, it's nah, yeah, yeah, some relationship. Like, you got something for them? I got something for them, right? Let's let's hear so it. So listen, listen. Everybody always says that the key to this relationship shit is what pulling out. It will, uh, yeah, mm. You mm. might be too late on that one is communication right right it's not communication what is the key to a relationship is comprehension because you can communicate all you want but if they don't comprehend your intentions or what you are saying it's not gonna work it's like trying to explain mathematics to a Mm one-year-old you're communicating but they're not comprehending it's not gonna work it's gonna fail the test so in your relationship, you want to make sure that you're comprehending each other. So you want to make sure that in communication, you're being very clear and direct as to what your your intentions are and what you're saying. Because it ain't about communication. It's about comprehension. That's Ooh. a freebie right there. That's a Ooh. free one right there. You know Dang. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just off the top. Yeah. Book coming out 2021. You already know. Listen, we, we cooking. Hey. <laughs> No, that makes complete sense. And it's interesting. I've I've looked at it from that perspective, but I haven't felt it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes so much sense. Like you can tell somebody, you know, the whole one plus one equals two. But if you're talking to a child, they're like, nah, bitch, that is three. They, yeah. So, so tell somebody how they can go about if someone says, no, that is three. And you're like, no, it's two. Let me explain. How should they explain it? Should it be short is simple? Or should they elaborate on the concept of that? What you should do is you should put yourself. If they don't have a comprehension, if they truly can't comprehend what you're saying, 
You have to take your emotions out of it. And you have to realize this. It is not their fault they don't comprehend it. And the responsibility is on you to make it to where they can understand. You see what I'm saying? Because you're the one that wants to get your point across. So if it's not getting across, you can't just get mad at them because they don't get it. Mm -hmm. If they truly don't get it, you have to go into their world a little bit and show them something that you can't, that can get it right. So if I tell my daughter one plus one equals two, and she's like, no, that's something and something and something that's three. Right. If I get two cars and I put one, they say one, one, oh, two, we have two now. Like you can just change the way to her. Oh, that's, that's two cars. Now one, two, one, you have this one, Plus this one, this one, and this one. That's two. You have two cars in your hand. You have two hands. Like, it seems silly, but if she's holding the cars and then she's like, oh, two, two, two cars, two yeah. hands, two. Yes, I got one and then another one, and that's one plus one is two. If that's what it takes for her to get it, even if it feels stupid for you, you have to, we got to get rid of that and we got to bust it down to their level. Yeah, the thing is, hold those damn cars in your own hand. You have yeah. to see the, the the opinion and the options from the other person's point of view to get to that level. But like, okay, why does this person think this way? Let me feed that into my brain and then elaborate that out as if I was talking to myself. And then from there, you're going to be able to talk to the same ground. Yeah, definitely. Oh, damn. You gotta, you're coming out with that book, huh? Man, we working. Damn, that's that honestly, that's one thing on my bucket list. Uh, I definitely want to write a book. I want to invent something and I want to have a patent for something. I think that'd just be so dope and so timeless just to just to do and have. Yeah. Cause I'm one of those why not people. Like, well, why the fuck not? And I'm like, let's go. I like that. What you got for you got anything for what the fuck? We don't gave him too much, too many jewels today, man. Like, man, I know it's a beautiful time it's, today. It's a good time, boy. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so let's see here. I do got one interesting news that I want to talk about. And this is gonna this is gonna be this is kind of interesting. So do you remember back in high school and there was a you know the cheerleading squad and this and that? And I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard any talks with some cheerleaders being like nah, bitch, cheerleading's a sport. And other people are like, nah, that's not a sport. That's like a hobby or extra like, extra activity that you just do. Do yes. you remember those weird fucking conversations? I do. Right? So guess what they made an Olympic sport that you would have probably never oh, thought of. I, I know this because I've seen it today. This is so fucking dope. Break dancing. Uh-uh. Hip hop uh-uh. for the win, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Break dancing you know is now an Olympic sport. They took baseball out of the Olympics and put break dancing in. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that 2020, today. 2020, baby, is in. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many people in America still break dance. So we're going to have to get our team right. We can't go. We can't lose. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can't fucking lose. Man. Come on. Yo. Uh, yeah. I don't see, like, it, I think breakdancing Olympics now is going to be what basketball was back in the day when, you know, Jordan and Patrick Ewing was in there, where it was just like 
Are you serious? Like we about to dominate, son. Listen, these Japanese kids. Oh, I see them on YouTube. Honestly, yeah. We might have moved away from breakdancing here in America as like a thing thing. Right. So we might not. We got the legends, but I don't know that we got the kids that can compete with these Japanese kids. Right. Mm, it's gonna be funny though. I'm I'm watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's like, okay, let me tune in because that that feels like an entertainment, but like I don't know, something else with it with the Olympic vibe. I'm like, okay, now also, I want to watch the Olympics. It's also very important who is judging. Right. <laughs> I need Snip to know who the judges are. Man, no, I need him commentating. Yeah, exactly. I need to know who the judges are and what their background is and what are the criteria in which you're judging on, right? Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch, though. No, it really is. And I think that's why it was more of a plug, too, that they did that. Because when's the last I watched Olympics, probably the last time I did was maybe seven years ago. And it was just like, and then just got boring. It was like you, it was to me, for me, it was like watching NASCAR. You watch the same thing and repetition cycle happening over. And it was just, there's nothing exciting about it. And it was really dull and boring. You can't be dull and boring breakdancing. Nah, it's not possible. No, it's not possible at all. And honestly, that music helps because then it's just like, then it's a dance party and you got people fucking who are amazing doing it. Yeah. So is breakdancing a sport? Eh, I think you might have to mark that for the win. Yeah, I'm going to give it a win. So we got to go back and we got to, I got to send some texts to some previous cheerleaders and be like, my bad. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah you, you got this one. My bad. Yeah. I, I get I get it now. <laughs> right you know what cheerleading it's gonna pass you got it it's a sport but yeah. break dancing it's an olympic sport man that's real it's certified <laughs> man that is crazy i like that though that's really cool yeah fuck I, man the world is changing and I, I know it's for entertainment purposes it's for the attention grab but yeah hey it's you know i think we're on this earth to be entertained and absolutely <laughs> that that is it I mean, that's what the Olympics have been for the previous years, too. I only watched the last time I watched was when Michael Phelps was trying to beat all his old records. <laughs> yeah, that's and then true. That, that was done. And I was like, all right, I don't give a shit about this. Like, I, I don't really care. I like to see greatness. So, like, I do like to see records being broken, stuff like that. I don't care what sport it is. I like to see some shit that ain't never been done before. Yeah. But if you can't guarantee me that, I got to be honest, I might be out. <laughs> And this has never been done before, breakdancing. So I'm watching. You know what I mean? No, yeah, that's exactly. I, that makes me want to watch as well. It's fucking so interesting, so fascinating. And I do have one more of what the fuck news today. Okay. And it usually involves some weird money shit, and this one does too. But cl- being close to the holidays, this is kind of crazy. Like I love so I flip books on Amazon, but I love finding hidden gems and like I'll find books from like the 1800s and the early 1900s, and I'm like, holy shit! It's just a blessing just to hold this and this and that. But what about mm-hmm. if you could hold something like that and it's actually worth some fucking money? But this shit is not a book. So the world's first commercially, commercially out there in the world printed Christmas card is on sale for twenty five thousand dollars. Wait. Okay, I might have missed it. Read that again. Say that again. The world's first commercially printed Christmas card, yes. originally marketed in 1843, is being sold through a Boston-based book dealer for twenty-five thousand dollars. 
Wow. It's the same year that, uh, was it? The Christmas Carol uh, came was first published by Charles Dickens. That's how old it is. Wow. Isn't that crazy? No. It, it, it just brings it back to like, what is value to you? You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. It's all supply and demand, but it's like this nostalgia stuff is just so interesting. But I also see it as like, man, I just remember I was struggling for money, but just, and it was just like, if you can find one item that changes your life, damn, what about a Christmas card? (laughs) Yo, that shit is dope. Yeah. It was like a thousand copies. A thousand copies of the card were originally produced and around 30 are known to still exist. I can't imagine how fragile that shit's going to be. Like a Christmas card? Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's and then for me also it's like how it comes to being like what is how cool is it to say you own something right yeah that's that's what the whole it's it's huge in sports I've never gotten into sports memorabilia like sports oh this is or anything yeah I never really did like this is the or even this is the ball that was hit on this distance like oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's cool to see. But I've never thought like it would be cool to own that. Yeah. Maybe because I've never owned shit like that. You know what I mean? But like, right. I'm always like, when it's like, oh, somebody just bid a hundred, somebody paid a hundred and forty something thousand dollars for the the game, the shoes, the right shoe, Jordan shoe from when he played in the Jordan ones for the second time. Because it wasn't the first night, the second right. time against Larry Bird in Boston. Yeah. It was $144,000 or something like that. And you said that's one shoe. One shoe, just to say they got it. Who? Damn, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. That's not yeah. that cool. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. I, I've never fell in love with anything like that. I have to be Ever. honest. I, I So I'm reading a book by Carl Jung, and I went on eBay, and it made me think about Nikola Tesla. And I was like, whoa, how dope would it be to fucking have a Nikola Tesla autograph something? Yeah. One of his books, anything. And people selling that shit for like 25 grand up. And I'm just like, man, it would be cool to have, but I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. But I'm trying to tell you, man, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of money. And I've never had something that I've been that big on. Like, if you did, what would it be in your eyes? If that's it was- what I was, that's actually what I was thinking about just now, trying to figure out what would, um, like all of a sudden, like you don't think it might be dope, but if you had like the Sammy Sosa baseball, Michael McGuire baseball, or Michael Jordan's basketball he first signed in his rookie year, and you had it, would you feel that like all experience? Maybe. Because or would you be like, never, you want to go play ball? I got a basketball. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but I, I've never <laughs> like that either. So it may be, maybe you feel something with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's, it's almost like only time will tell once you have it in your hands type thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything that like, I just know like, oh no. Yeah. I would, I would give the money for this. Hmm. Um, How about not even just buying it? How about you just had it? What would that be? I have a original, like original recordings. I would like to hear like Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt album mm-hmm. on the original reels that it was recorded on, like 
because it was recorded analog, which means it wasn't digital. Like it was actually recorded onto tape. Yeah. I would like to be able to listen to that raw audio. I think that would be dope. Like You'd having like, oh, those. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling, listening to the raw because you get the back during raw tapings like that, you would get in between songs and laying tracks, you get commentary of just the what's going on in the studio because you you cutting tape was it's just this long process to doing it so you would get stuff that no one else has heard before that got cut out in the final mix <laughs> right and so something like that might be might be cool they say that martin screlly had the uh he did have the wu-tang album that never got released yeah yeah so he bought the rights to that Mm-hmm. And he, he was threatening to release it. He said he was going to release it for free or whatever. But he, I mean, he went to prison before he could actually do it. I, yeah, I thought he was going to charge like a buttload because it was only one. Yeah, it's fucking corny. He's such a corny dude. Uh, <laughs> he's so fucking corny, man. Like, God, we get it. I'm not even mad at you for like fucking quadrupling the price of this the the medicine to keep diabetics alive. I'm not mm-hmm. mad at you because that's capitalism, right? Right. That's demand. I get it. Whatever. He's just so fucking corny. If you listen to him talk, <clears throat> he's one of those people that thinks he's smarter than everyone else. Oh yeah, and especially and you to can, put it out to the world for a reaction. Yeah, and so he's like trying to like he's playing with people's emotions and that everything's a joke. And it's like, fam, you corny. Like, shut up. Yeah. No but more. yeah, he had that. That was that's probably pretty cool. I would like to hear the album. I don't know if just, I was Wu Tang, like, bitch, we made a copy on our computer. Let, we'll just make another one. <laughs> yeah. They uh, Jay Cole and Kendrick Lamar have an album together that no one's heard. Ooh. It's done, though. And it's been done for six years. Ooh. I'd I like see. to hear it. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to come out, but I, I'm interested in what both of them have to say. Right. <laughs> so, that sounds, yeah, that sounds fucking yeah. dope. Um, are you a Kid Cudi fan? Kid Cudi. I think there's one or two songs that resonate with me, with him. I like the person more than I like the artist. But um, like I like him as a guy more than I'm into his music. But he announced that he's got uh, Man on the Moon 3 coming out on Friday. And that's it's a big deal. It was trending at number one yesterday. Uh, a lot of Cudi fans out there. A lot of the artists that we have today, uh, they credit Cudi first as like their big inspiration, namely Travis Scott. Cuddy is like his everything. You know what I mean? Like he's said, like he wanted, they wanted to be like Cuddy, which is Mm. weird. It's not weird because like we're the same age as Cuddy. So like we didn't have that attachment, but like when Cuddy was 24 years old, singing his songs about heartbreak and depression and suicide, there was 14 and 15 year olds hearing this and they, they attached to that and they, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like they 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 love this dude and so I just wanted to shout him out. No, no hate or nothing like that. He's just never it's never been for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, same um, here. But my lady, she's excited. She's a big Cuddy fan. So oh, yeah, that's dope. I'm hoping it's great for her. It's pretty dope. Nice. Uh, she doesn't know, but I actually ordered her uh I pre-ordered a vinyl copy of it. So well, she's about to find out. Yeah, I know, because I think she said she listens to this at night, so I could be fucked. Damn. So you got a you got a vinyl fucking player? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got one, but she's 
<laughs> yes and no. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Christmas we'll talk about this after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This doesn't get released till after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're hearing this and it's December 26th. <laughs> yes. And if you're hearing this before Christmas, this is all a dream. Please go but back. But yeah, Cuddy's dropping and that's good. Um, the rumor is that something big is dropping tonight. Uh, mm. Zane Lowe, who works for Apple Music, tweeted it early this morning that something very, very big is happening. Rumor is it could be a J. Cole full-length album oh. because some of his videos and stuff his Apple music started acting weird today and stuff started going away. And that's usually what happens when a big, a new release is coming out. I don't know what it's going to be. I would prefer it to be Kendrick just because it's been a few years since we heard Kendrick. And every time he comes, he comes with something. He hasn't put out anything in a long time. What, what yeah, damn was the last album. And uh, he's, he's a perf- not a perfectionist. So most artists, artists have singles and they put focus on having hit records. He doesn't. He paints. He puts the focus on the soundtrack that is the music, right? Mm-hmm. The biggest compliment you could give him is that you didn't skip a song. So things like he 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 goes very very deep into the album making process, which is one of the reasons I like him a lot because like craft is everything to him, right? Yeah. So the damn album tells a story from one through sixteen, right? The songs. Mm-hmm. It's telling a story. If you play the album in reverse, not reverse, but like start with 16 and go down to one, it's a different story. Do you know the writing it takes to sequence an album, play it one through 16 and it completes one story. But if you start at number 16 and play it backwards down to one, it tells a complete different story. Oh, I love the fucking Fam. the mind behind that. Kendrick doesn't play every album has something like that about it right that that it's it's a it's the project it's this thing in itself it's this art masterpiece and it's like if you want to take five years to do this kendrick you've got my blessings no one's rushing you because we know what we're gonna get when we get it right right so kendrick has he has a luxury that not many rappers have most rappers have to put out music regularly or you become irrelevant really quickly. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, through his craft, has built up the reputation to be like, nah, we'll just wait. He's not on social media. Yeah. He's not in commercials. He doesn't do any of that. But trust me, when the the minute Kendrick drops, it's going to be number one in the world 20 minutes later. So he's just the master at his art. And so he knows what he's doing. And this is all going to be time precisely is what you're saying. An absolute master. And... He always switches the styles. So Good Kid, Mad City was a classic album, right? Mm -hmm. Just wonderful storytelling, wonderful rapping. The production was just fucking on point. Jazz samples, nice, deep hip hop drums on it. So what did he do? He came back with To Pimp a Butterfly. Jazz, straight Mm. jazz. Jazz, funk. This just completely different than the before that, right? Then he comes back with Damn. And what Damn was, Damn was a punk rock album, but it was just rap. He's right. angry. He's telling stories that of anger. He's yelling a lot in this thing. It's punk rock. He's even got U2 on it. He's got, you know what I mean? Like it's this, it's this 
it's just different than to pimp a butterfly, which was so different than this. And it's almost like he's different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's one of my favorites just because like the act, the body of work. I don't want to hear a Kendrick single. I'll wait for the whole album because the whole album is going to tell me a different story than Mm -hmm. what that single alone is going to tell me. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So music, big music's coming. I know that. Do you know who's a rapper that I haven't heard in a while, but you probably would never guess that he was also like in my top 10 list. Lupe Hmm. Fiasco. Yes, man. Listen, listen, Lupe. So I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. Lupe's first album was so good. Second, Lupe is. He's an, he's a tricky one for me too, because the craft of rapping I think the the task and the job of being famous mm-hmm. made it hard for him to want to do the rapping because he kind of just walked away. Yeah. But I think it's because of who he is. He thought he was going to get to come and just rap. Right. And they were like, no, you need to be all these other things. Yeah. And he was like, I don't think I'm those things. Like, think about this, right? Lupe's very first album had a Jay-Z feature on it and four tracks that were produced by Pharrell, who's on top of the world at that time. That's your favorite producers and your favorite rappers saying, no, this kid is next. He's got skill, right? And he just kind of walked away. I think it was the industry. I think he was a casualty of the industry and just saying, yeah, I'm done with this shit. It's not what I wanted. You know what I mean? That's exactly it. But yeah, that's a good one. I'm glad you brought him up. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to some Lupe shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. Uh, Well, before we sign off, I want to throw something interesting out there that we don't have to talk about now or next time. But it's kind of interesting with this whole space talk. So, you know, there's a lot of space companies out there. Like, you know, you have a, a Virgin Galactic. Uh, you have SpaceX and you also have Blue Origin, which is from Jeff Bezos. And a lot, all of them, well, not all of them, most of them uh, identifies aviation and aerospace company, which is what you think it would be, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that just makes sense. Blue Origin with Jeff Bezos identifies as defense and space. And so I just want to throw that out there because it's interesting. Hmm. Right, get you thinking, and their all goal is to like you know have people travel in space, but the space company identifies as defense in space. So they're trying to they're they're moving into a slightly different sector of the space travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they 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 say they want to you know it's all about you know taking people you know to space, and it's all going to benefit Earth and this and that, but. To identify as defense also, I, I'm sure there's going to be a branch there where he's working with like, you know, high tech companies like Raytheon and Boeing and shit like that and Lockheed. But it just all kind of ties into what we're talking about in my weird stuff in my head. But hmm, just interesting, especially with how much, much, especially with how much Jay Bezos is worth. Uh, this motherfucker is going <laughs> to next level can, shit can literally do what he wants. Literally. Yeah, 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 literally do what he wants. So, yeah, 
in it's the all world. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think Jeff Bezos is going to be one of those person that ends up living until he's fucking like 500 years old or some shit like that with new yeah. technology. So, but yeah, we should talk about human clumbing next and uh, stem cell research. <laughs> okay, we can get into that. Yeah. Get into but hey, let people know uh, what you got going on uh, with uh, uh, your new YouTube takes and uh, uh, also tying it within a whole fan duel and uh, your podcast. Yeah. So I do the bread and butter into as in like what brought me into podcasting was I do sports podcasts. Uh, Party and Pinstripes is a Yankees podcast and then NBA Culture podcast, which is like that's like my hub. That's my main show. And that's starting yeah. soon, right? Yeah, so basically what there will be another audio episode out this week and next week. Um starting in January though, it's going to kind of transform itself from an audio podcast into a uh, a visual show pretty much. Um now the podcast stream will still be there for the audio only, but I am going to focus on kind of running this thing like a TV show is what you're going to see. You're going to see you can catch it live on YouTube or Facebook or wherever you want to watch it. Or you can just go back and catch the videos later, or you can continue to catch the audio like you want. Um, I recently got into sports betting pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting for the NBA to come because not only do I want to entertain you with this NBA knowledge that I have, but I'd like to kind of help you line your pockets with some money if I can. Fuck yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'll just be given like my picks for the day, for the week, et cetera. We'll see how it kind of turns out. Um, the picks for the da daily picks may end up being a a deeper part of the network that isn't free. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're transitioning to YouTube. So, you know, you can watch this and hear my beautiful voice on your televisions and anywhere that you watch YouTube at. Oh yeah, that's gonna be exciting, especially if you do it live. And because I know I'm gonna tune in. I know shit about basketball and sports, but if you yeah. get some like pretty much stock advice for FanDuel or in DraftKings stuff like that, man, yeah. that's gonna be it's gonna be fucking dope to be updated and be knowledge about that. Especially the season kicks. You said Friday it kicks in. So so preseason starts on Friday. Uh, there will be some picks. Uh, I've got an episode coming out tomorrow that I'll give my preseason picks on for the weekend. So if you want to get into FanDuel and you want to play some bets on these preseason games, you can. My only advice for this weekend is don't place any player props. As in, like, I think LeBron James is going to score 25 points. He will not be playing for the whole game in the preseason. Trust me. Oh yeah. He may play 10 minutes a game. Like, these are bet for fun on these because these aren't real. These are tune-ups. And you don't know. You never know what fucking lineup Wait, they're gonna go. You can you can bet during preseason on the preseason yes. games. Yes, oh. it's gonna be funny and fun because again, you, I'm going into this weekend. I'm not looking to make any money off this shit. It's gonna be funny, but let's just see if we can get lucky and go from there. But you know, season kicks off on December 22nd, and then hey, it's go time, baby. Oh yeah, it's go time. Good. And the benefit of listening to my show before you place your bets is. I'll try to have as much of the like injury updates and lineup changes that you might need for that night, but nothing's guaranteed. And I think it's going to get weird with COVID. So oh, yeah. yeah, I think there's going to be games where we don't know a certain player's not going to be able to play until 
right before the game time, which is always good. I place my bets in the morning. Place your bets early in the morning of the day before because if the odds are plus 500 because they think everyone's going to play and then the star player is not going to play, it'll go down to plus 100. If you place in at plus 500, it don't matter. <laughs> so like you, it just ups your chances at winning. It also can come back to bite you in the end, but I've seen more benefit than harm when it comes to like the, the NFL bets I've been placing. So it should be fun, man. Hell yeah, that sounds fun and exciting. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. And I actually, I think I'm going to create a personal fucking Twitter profile that I can kind of shout out there to everybody. Um, we're going to work on that probably today. I like that. That way I can just spew off random shit and that way I don't have to like um, tie it into self-reflection. Worry about the brand. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been overstepping a little bit in this and that. I'm yeah. all about positivity and, and kind of just putting the t-shirts out there. Get, um, you know, because it's a I self-reflect on Twitter where I make mirror image apparel, uh, self-empowerment that you can only see in a mirror reflection. But, you know, I kind of like something out there so that way if people want to connect with me as well. Uh, they can do that. You want to let them know where they can find you and us? You can find me, us, him, us, them, we. They, they her, she. L- listen, <laughs> LGBTQ community. We here, baby. Allies. Hey. Allies. Um, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio app. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, you can find us. You can find us on social media, at, on Instagram, which more will happen on Instagram starting also in the new year at cloud conversations pod i'm on twitter at just a kid from ky i'm on instagram as the same but you just send a request and i might get to you um at nba culture on instagram as well and i don't know man that's all i got for him oh yeah that sounds good and that's all i got for you guys too thanks for tuning in i love everybody listening thank you and until next time my friends All right, we are. Peace.